the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Wow, it's such a great day to be together, isn't it? I just love God's Word. I love being together with you and talking about God's Word. It's so exciting. It's so relevant. I think about the book of Ruth and how they must have felt when they moved from Moab to Bethlehem or from Bethlehem to Moab. They've been, Naomi's been back and forth. I moved a lot (laughs) in my life and I'm kind of tired of moving to be honest with you but this last time we moved I said to Doyle my husband can we call this the forever farm I wanted to call my house the forever farm I love that word forever because I don't want to move again wow it's it's a lot of work isn't it It, and it's stressful really stressful so I just thought I might tell you about our move so we we bought this old farmhouse And I know that's so trendy, you know, the thing to do, farmhouse fixer, farmhouse everything, you know, and all the decor is farmhouse, farmhouse, farmhouse. And so we bought this farmhouse. It's truly an old farmhouse. I think it was built, well, there's a tiny house on the property that was built in 1900. And then the main house was 1930. And so it was so cute when we found it and, you know, so exciting at the beginning. And then... Oh, we realized this is a lot of work. Oh, my goodness. So much work. So we moved into the tiny house and it's truly tiny. It's one room. It is one room and then no bathroom, no bathroom, one room, no kitchen, just one room that ultimately will be our office. So that's exciting. Kind of like a or I don't know, my husband may take it as like man cave out there go go hide out but it's a separate building from the house and then the main house we fixed up one working bathroom so that we could at least go across and it you kind of have to go across i don't know 30 feet across the way <laughs> to the main house so we got one one working bathroom going and i t- i told my husband this is kind of what i call glamping you know i feel like i'm glamping and trying to get everything fixed up and Working on it, working on it, working on it. It's still not finished. But we're getting closer. We're getting a lot closer. I do have cabinets up. I have I have my kitchen. I just don't have floors in yet. So we have to finish painting till we can put in the floors. We have to we had to finish the electrical. There's just all these things that have to finish before you can put in the floors. And you really can't move in until you have floors. So you're anyway, I'm glamping. I don't know about you. My friends are like, How are you doing that? How do you do that, Jennifer? I'm like, I don't know. You just you just do what you have to do, right? You just do 
what you need to do. I have stuff everywhere. And I kind of, I wouldn't say I'm OCD, but I like things a certain way. I like everything in order. I like everything really pretty. And it's a big mess at the moment. And and no no end in sight. Maybe in a few months it'll it'll be finished. And then I'll be really excited. But it's not like those TV shows. Those TV shows, you know, it looks like, Within an hour on HGTV, you've watched a show and you see it from beginning to end. Now, we've been at this for months and months and months, and we're still not there. But anyhow, it's going to be wonderful, and I'll be really happy when the days of glamping are over. But I, I think about, you're like, okay, how does this relate to Ruth and Naomi? But Ruth and Naomi, they've come back to Bethlehem, and I think about because they needed a kinsman redeemer. They needed Boaz. I just wonder what was the house like? I wonder, was it still in good shape? I mean, how long had they left the house? Did they have what they needed to fix it up? I doubt it because Ruth is gleaning. I I mean, I wonder what kind of condition they were living in. I wonder what it was like for them. I would say stressful at the very least. I would say it was stressful. And so when you think about Naomi, she's, she's excited when she realizes that Boaz could be a kinsman redeemer for them, that Boaz is the next of kin or could be the next of kin. And so she declares that he's not only from the family of Elimelech, which was Naomi's husband, um, but he's one of our close relatives. And so in Hebrew, close relative is Golanu. Go, I, I'm not a very good Hebrew pronouncer, but Golanu, and it means our redeemers. And so that is what Naomi realized. And so when this unusual circumstance brought poverty in a situation, an Israelite could sell his land or even a piece of his family to provide for basic needs. And the kinsman redeemer was provided to protect the family and the clan from, for the, from the permanent loss of that inheritance. So the near relative, the kinsman redeemer, only had the first option by law to buy back uh, any sold land. And he also had a strong family obligation. So what I'm saying is this, Boaz had an opportunity to help redeem this whole family because when Elimelech couldn't survive the famine and he took the family to Moab, all of that property and everything was just left there. And so instead of them, like, like what in today's world would be, you know, you had to foreclose right? You had to foreclose on the property. And, and that's how we got our farmhouse. It had been foreclosed. And so, you know, the property was abandoned. If a, you know, a property is abandoned. And so Boaz had the opportunity to buy it all back. And so then the family didn't lose it forever. And how cool is that? So I just wonder where were they living in the meantime? Did they go back to that property? Was it abandoned? What kind of shape was it in? And that Boaz found it in his heart to be that redeemer and to save their family inheritance. I just think it's very, very cool. So I wanted to read you in Leviticus real quick. Uh, it says throughout the country that you hold us possession, you must provide for the redemption of the land. If one of your countrymen becomes poor and sell some of his property, his nearest relative is to come and to redeem what the countryman has sold. And then again in Jeremiah 32, it says, The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, Han- Hananel, son of Shalom, your uncle, is going to come to you and say, 
by my field at Anathoth, because the, as the nearest relative, it is your right. It is your duty to buy it. So we have several examples in the Old Testament of these kinsmen redeemers, and they would come and save the family from that destruction and from that poverty and from that loss. And I just think it's such a beautiful picture of how God sent Jesus and Jesus is a provider on the cross. He provided everything that we would need and he comes into our lives and he provides hope and health and healing and he provides what we need to live as we look to him for provision. So Boaz, he was willing to protect he offered favor. And let's look at this. In Ruth 2, 21 to 22, then Ruth the Moabitess said, and she's, she's telling Naomi about the day, he even said to me, stay with my workers until they finish harvesting all my grain. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, it will be good for you, my daughter. Go to these girls, because in someone else's field, you might be harmed. So Ruth stayed close to the servant girls of Boaz to glean the barley and wheat until the harvest were finished. And she lived with her mother-in-law. So Naomi knew that in Boaz's field, she would have protection. And they lived together. I just wonder what it, I wonder if they were glamping. (laughs) I wonder what kind of glamping they were doing. So what kind of qualities are attributed to Ruth? What do we see her response to Naomi's uh, counsel? And what interventions might you anticipate from God when you move forward in faith and when you act with moral integrity in your life. I love it because Ruth and Naomi, they're moving forward. They're moving in godly counsel. They're, they're, they're doing so many things right. Aren't they? They've chosen to live together. They've chosen to be loyal to God. They've chosen to be loyal to one another. They're working hard. They're trying to get themselves out of the dumps. Ruth follows Boaz's advice. She's obedient She does as he asks. And so remembering God's acts of intervention and blessing in your own life can neutralize your bitterness. See, as as Naomi began to see, wow, we've got a protector here. Wow, we've got our kinsman redeemer here. Her bitterness started to fade and it rekindled hope. It rekindled faith. So I want you to begin a journal of your testimonies of God's loving activity in your life. I want you to include answers to prayer. I want you to include healing. I want you to include reversal of your circumstances. I want you to include special words of comfort or promises spoken to you into your heart by God during difficult times. I want you to start a journal. I want you to keep a hope-filled journal. Because when your faith is shaken or some loss pulls you toward bitterness, just like it did for Naomi, you can read those accounts out loud and you can begin account recounting God for God's faithfulness, for his faithfulness to you. Why don't we stop for a moment before we go any further and let's just pray because I don't know what provision you need in your life, but God is your redeemer and he will provide that for you. So God, we stop, we pause, we thank you that you love us. We thank you that you have every provision. And so Lord, I pray that you would provide jobs. Lord, I pray that you would provide food. Lord, I pray that you would provide shelter. Lord, I pray that you would provide the hope, the healing in our heart, the wisdom, the discernment. Lord, that you would be our kinsman redeemer today and provide for us because we need you. 
We need you in so many ways. And we just want to say we love you and we thank you. Your word is good. Your word is rich. Your word is true. And thank you for Ruth and all that we're learning. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. You know, so much encouragement in the book of Ruth. We can look to the Lord for our provision. We can look to the Lord to redeem our lives. You know, I like the forever farm because I'm hoping that God will redeem in my life all the moving, all the moving around and that this will be a place that it'll kind of be a family homestead and the kids and the grandkids will, yeah, oh, we have a new grandson, (laughs) William Allen. So I'm hoping, you know, they'll come, they'll come to the farm and it'll be a place of of God's redeeming love and refuge and hope and provision and just a fun gathering place as a family. And so that's, that's one of my little personal dreams. I don't know what your dreams are, but God will redeem your life. He will redeem the hard places and those things. That's what he does. God is a redeemer. So look to him today. Cry out to him today. Call upon him today. You are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and I don't want you to go anywhere because we have a guest coming up. She's going to teach us. She's going to show us and encourage us to live out our faith. You are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.